0: What's going on guys it's nick here back with another video and back with another mock draft monday and i want to do something a little bit unique in this week's video so as many of you know if you have access to the site i have custom rankings this season and so when you're in a different league format that's not the classic two wide receiver two running back one flex rankings are going to change right value is going to be a little bit different because you have a different amount of starting players at each position right obviously and so i have custom rankings where you can input all that stuff, and it'll build out the rankings for you. What I want to do is use those today. And I want to draft a little bit of a different format, one that I really want to join a league like this. I'm not currently in one, but I think it'd be really fun to do. Full PPR, 12-team league, we'll randomize the spot as long as we don't get nine. Okay, five's fine Um, because we had like nine last week. We're going to do three wide receivers, and we're going to do two flex spots. So, You have the ability to have three wide receivers and four running backs. That's still an option. But you also have the ability to do five starting wide receivers in full PPR and only have two running back spots. What that should do is it should push up our value for wide receivers. We should be leaning wide receiver heavy. But I want to see, can the rankings figure that out? Like, Can my ranking system that I built uh, understand that wide receiver is incredibly important? And Are they going to push them up in the rankings enough for us to get? Uh, a good score here. We don't care about score. But really a good team that we can see at the end here. So we'll pick composite ADP. That's what I've just found is the, uh, the best one to use. And we'll keep on our normal thing. I want to see if the, co- the computer can kind of handle this. Uh, if it's being like egregious with anything, we'll adjust. But I feel like, you know, the past few weeks when we've been using uh, this setting, it's made sense. I feel like they've given us good numbers. So we're drafting fifth. Jefferson, Chase off the board, McCaffrey, Eckler. That makes sense. Uh, maybe you could argue another wide receiver should have gone, uh, but I think that's basically what would happen. So we will hide the drafted players. What uh, it is telling us to do is Cooper Cup. Um, I don't think that should be a surprise to many people. Cooper Cup going to be a target hog this season, an incredible wide receiver. Um, I mean, he, he could have a season like he did two years ago where he was like breaking fantasy, scoring like 25, 30 points every single week. Uh, we don't need that much discussion about uh, this pick. You should all be on board with that one. Pull the draft board. And it's good. We're seeing a lot of uh, wide receivers come off the board. So after us, Tyreek Kill, Diggs, A.J. Brown, Lamb, Monter St. Brown. That's the end of round one. Uh, and I was only talking about wide receivers there. I'll go to the other positions after. Garrett Wilson, Adams, Waddle and Olave in round two. Uh, four running backs come off the board. Bijan in round one. And then Chubb, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor in round two. And then Travis Kelsey, at seven so again i think these are very very accurate to what you would see in this format we are not touching the tight end position we are not touching quarterback big 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 things there you're going to see them be devalued right i mean like if i can now start five wide receivers and two running backs that's seven players that are coming from those two positions combined because you're not really playing a tight end in your flex and so now tight end and quarterback have the same value but we're seeing value go up for these other two positions. So we want to be focusing in on them. And then, I mean, you know, normally, we wouldn't have drafted them you know, this early. Like We just wouldn't have in the mid-second round. We, we want to get a little bit more value. We want to be waiting until the third round to get them. So what can we do? Uh, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs are pretty clearly uh, the top two running backs. I have Tony Pollard as the top running back. Um, I have no problems if you weren't concerned about the suspension or suspension. If you weren't concerned about the holdout for Jacobs, uh, maybe you weren't concerned about like Dalvin Cook for Stevenson, but like these are pretty clearly the top three, uh, running backs. but it would be Pollard. So we'll put a star next to Pollard. Is there a wide receiver that we would prefer over him? The rankings say no. They say it's very, 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 very close. I mean, 0.04 in the value between Tony Pollard and, uh, Higgins and, uh, Advantage Smith in the next two. If we look at um, the draft board and we think about, okay, what's coming off the board, right? There's going to be eight picks that come off the board between us and our next pick. And I can feel pretty confident in saying these three running backs will be on. So there'll be a big drop off at the running back position. At wide receiver, honestly, we're going to get someone good. If we're not going to get um, T. Higgins, we're not going to get Devonta Smith, maybe Allen falls off so it. If not, there's Metcalf, there's Amari Cooper, there's Debo, um, there's Ridley, you know, we'll be good at that position and if those don't happen maybe it's because a quarterback fell Mark Andrews fell like there will be an option for us there but running backs is going to dry up uh, I believe Tony Pollard is a true league winner you guys saw that video on Friday I think it went up Friday Um, he's awesome he's going to be phenomenal this season he's set up to crush after our pick Mark Andrews does come off the board Mahomes Jalen Hurts come off the board want to smith t higgins and then of course like we thought jacobs henry and stevenson but what has happened is some value has opened up at the wide receiver position uh keenan allen is now like a, a, a really good pick um i talked about uh keenan allen i talked about it was keenan allen calvin ridley and amari cooper in that breakdown video and when i went over that video it was obviously as all of the breakdown videos are it's half ppr scoring in full ppr it's going to be a little bit different um i can pull up right now full ppr keenan allen ridley amari cooper so keenan allen moves from last place to first place that is simply because um it is much more heavily weighted towards touchdowns for half ppr scoring but also if we're thinking about even that floor for keenan allen well that floor that we're kind of scared of is like five or six receptions each week only going for like 70 yards something like that well if we're talking about full ppr I'm benefiting much, much more from those games. And then when he goes off in half PPR, if he has like 10 for 100 and no touchdown, you're like, okay, that's fine. And full PPR, that's a really, really good game. So just the scoring format is going to change there. And then we can also think about like ADP here. I always say in quotes, ADP, this is what we have to think about ADP as on the left-hand side. Well, Keenan's obviously not going to be their next pick. Maybe there's an outside chance that like Calvin really does fall to us. And so it would make no sense for us to draft Ridley here if we're thinking, you know, First of all, Keenan Allen's first in the rankings, but second of all, if it was really close, well, we can get a chance to get both of them. That's kind of like the ADP game I talk about a lot of the time. Um, I just think this one makes sense. We're not taking Hawkinson this early. You could take Josh Allen, but again, quarterback's kind of devalued at that spot. And so I think you should take Keenan Allen. Hope one of the wide receivers falls to you. Uh they don't, unfortunately. And actually it's really close to getting Drake London there, which would have been nice. Our next pick. Josh Allen goes, Lamar Jackson goes. That's what you're going to see. Um, no tight end. So Hawkinson is still on the board. So that'll be intriguing. Uh, Runny Max, Brees Hall, Najee Harris, Gibbs, Etienne, Joe Mixon. They all come off the board. And the wide receivers that we all know and love, Metcalf, Ridley, Cooper, Debo, Judy, Watson, and our boy, Drake, London. So they're saying that Aaron Jones is in a tier of his own. Um, do I agree with that? I actually do. So I have Travis Etienne, who's off the board. Then Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon, who's also off the board. Then a pretty big gap down to J.K. Dobbins uh, and Alexander Madison, and then um, White would kind of or Walker would kind of be there as well. But yeah, I do view that as a pretty big gap. So let's put a little check mark there for quarterback. Um, great options: Burrow, Fields, Herbert, Lawrence. Um, I just think our team would be a little bit better just simply because there are so many starters at these positions we are going to be starting a lot of skill players i don't think the benefit to our team here is taking a quarterback i just don't believe that that's the case so we're not going to do that and i kind of believe the same for hawkinson i understand that hawkinson's a good value with this pick but again we only need one i don't think that's the play i just don't believe it is i think they're devalued a little bit too much so we can look at wide receiver and honestly it's the same thing as before I wouldn't even I don't even think I have Godwin ahead of I mean maybe in full PPR. No, I don't. So I was gonna say the top player is Godwin. I don't even have Godwin as the top wide receiver. I would rather draft Terry McLaurin. I would rather draft Christian Kirk, um Mike Williams, and then it's really close between Godwin and like um Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, um, even like Michael Pittman. So like because it's so bunched up there, I'm gonna get one of them with the next pick. But I see a pretty big drop-off for Aaron Jones. Let's take him. We'll take Aaron Jones with this pick. I think that is a great pick. Oh, man. Hawkinson looks like he's still on the board, which might be our go-to because we lose out on McLaurin, Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, E.J. Moore, Chris Godwin, all great picks, Miles Sanders, Ken Walker, Madison. So a lot of, you know, the great options at skill players, uh, at least running back wide receiver off the board. Um, Dobbins is our next running back, so that would be a good pick for us. But having drafted two already, two that we feel very good about, having the option to start five wide receivers, I don't think running back would be the move. So we we'll that out. At quarterback, no one took any. Um, if we look at the draft board, some are going to go here, but we do have two teams that drafted one. So maybe one's still on the board in that sixth round. And again, the format favors a little bit some of these skill players. So I don't think we'll go quarterback. If we look at wide receiver, it did happen. We have options for Lockett, Pittman, Deontay Ayuk. Um, you could honestly throw Dotson in there, you could throw JSN in there, Brandon Cooks in there, and I think I can get one of them at the next pick. I know we need wide receivers, but now Hawkinson is like a really, really good pick. I mean, in this format, I have him as a mid-fourth round pick. We're in the mid-fifth round. I do have him as the top player on the board. We're in full PPR. We can truly take advantage of some of these games that Hawkinson's gonna have, you know, eight, nine receptions, just shred everyone else at tight end that doesn't have you know mark andrews and travis kelsey i just think that's too good of a deal to pass up and so i think we should definitely lock that up and we'll go back probably to wide receiver here because remember we've got tony pollard we've got aaron jones and we can start five wide receivers so we've got cup we've got keenan allen i'm thinking we should double dip again eight picks gonna go by between this one and the next one i think we can grab two wide receivers and just be in love with this beginning um a lot of wide receivers did come off the board Hopkins, Ayuk, Deontay, uh, Marquise Brown, Lockett, Burks, JSN, would have loved one of them, and a boatload of quarterbacks Burrow, Fields, Herbert, Lawrence. So it definitely um, is not a range now. Like if one of them had fallen to us, maybe it's not a range now. We don't want to take Watson right now, maybe at the next one, but like we don't want to take Watson. We definitely don't want to take that next range. So if we don't get Watson, we're going to wait a little bit at the quarterback position. Um, Running back, I mean, Damian Pierce is still a very good pick at this spot. Um, although I have him at 610, we're at 608. That's not like an incredible value or anything. Um, Rashad White's a good pick here. Um, it'd really be like those two. James Conner after that would still be a good pick. Um, but like I said, this format favors wide receiver volume. And so I think I'd rather go with that one. Um, top wide receiver in the rankings right now is going to be either Pittman, Evans, Dotson, or Cooks. Uh, looking at the rankings, it is... Pittman. Pittman is the top wide receiver by actually like a, an okay chunk. Um, people are concerned about, uh, rightfully so Anthony Richardson, you know, just not being a high volume quarterback. He's going to run the ball a ton. Even when they drop back, he'll turn those into scrambles. They're going to run the ball at an incredibly high rate near the end zone. Like they're going to give it to JT and, uh, Richardson, like every single play when they're inside the five, but Pittman's still clearly the number one. He's a very, very talented player. He has touch on upside of his own. And we are in the late sixth round of a format that favors wide receiver, like Pittman's a good pick. He just simply is. Our boys up here at the top, though, Montgomery, still still available to us. Um, so after us, actually pretty unfortunate, because I really wanted like Mike Evans or Dots at the next one. Um, Pitts goes, we don't care about that. Whenever we see a tight end off the board now, we're jumping for joy because we already have ours locked up. Um, Watson's still available, but I don't think I want to go with him. And then we do see... Pierce, Rashad White come off the board, along with James Conner and DeAndre Swift. So, you know, we're about halfway through, maybe a little bit less than halfway through, but we've got a really good core to this team. Cup, Keenan Allen, and Pittman at wide receiver, Pollard, Aaron Jones, and TJ Hawkinson. He's not running back there. Pollard and Aaron Jones are running back, and then TJ Hawkinson at tight end. So we want to be filling this flex spot up soon. Um... I'm assuming we're going to wait on quarterback. We're just going to wait for good value later on at that position. Again, tight end. We're not looking at there. So our options are basically two players that we love. Well, I guess I guess three you could throw in there. I love Jordan Addison. I love Brandon Cooks. And I love David Montgomery. Why I'm leaning David Montgomery is with these extra flex spots, like I can still fill them with running back. We know that David Montgomery is better than Jamal Williams in the receiving game. Jamal Williams just finished as a running back one last season in the same offense. Uh, Montgomery's better on the ground and receiving game. He is a top five running back if Gibbs were to ever get injured. So you have that upside. And even when Gibbs doesn't get hurt, they're leaving behind 419 touches and 25 touchdowns. I've mentioned this many times. I don't think people are fully wrapping their brains around what that means. 419 touches to the running backs, 25 touchdowns. It was the number one backfield at 27 half PPR points. Per game, And they just upgraded both running backs. And I can get one of those running backs, the one that's replacing the one that was just uh, a running back one in the seventh round, who's better than that guy. Like, I'm not saying he's going to finish the running back one. I'm saying he definitely can, and he's a really good pick here. I think you take it, because also, I'll exit it out for a second. Look at everyone else. If I pass on that, my third running back is going to be, maybe we get Kamara, but we're looking at, like, Jamonta Williams, Kamara, James Cook... Gibson, Herbert, and then huge drop-offs. Like, those ones are fine, but I don't want to force myself into those in the third one. I want to at least, maybe there's an option I can take a wide receiver at the next pick. I just think it opens up a lot more for us. So, Kerry Montgomery is that third running back. We're safe at running back now. We actually saw um, one that was definitely an option for us come off the board. Really, a few. But uh, James Cook um Dalvin cook if you want to take a chance on that but Javonta Williams as well um unfortunately some wide receivers we love come off the board Addison Pickens Gabe Davis Quentin Johnston Brandon Cooks Elijah Moore and Bateman uh and then Watson goes off the board and then Dallas Goddard and Waller come off the board so actually a pretty terrible round for us in terms of like losing out on I mean I would I would have probably drafted every single one of those wide receivers at this pick and now our top options at receiver are not amazing. They're not bad. Like, it's still fine. But Sutton, not in love with. Juju, not in love with. Myers, I like, but I don't think this early. Um, it really would be, like, Michael Thomas. Honestly, like, I don't even know. I say, like, Nico Collins is an option. Probably more in that um, Myers and Juju range. Jamison Williams is probably a really good pick for us. If we can assume that we're throwing Williams on the bench, we can survive maybe that because we're so strong at these positions, we can survive that first like month and a half without him. Romeo Dobbs is an option for us. Sky Moore is an option for us. But this doesn't feel like a round where we really need to attack wide receiver. To me, to me, our option is abandon wide receiver and tight end for this round. We're at the mini turn here, right? All right, so it's not going to be too many before us. It is either lock up a quarterback, which also doesn't feel right, because, I mean, we're not going to see a quarterback drop off for a while. I almost feel like the move is to just take Alvin Kamara, assume that he's probably only going to be suspended for like two to four weeks, have now four running backs we love in full PPR, we're safe at running back, Abandon that for a very long time and take shots at wide receiver. Stick with Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara. Literally don't draft another running back until maybe like round 15. Like just wait a long time and just keep firing away at wide receiver. I know some of the wide receivers in this range are absolutely going to bust, but if we take multiple chances at them, we're going to have options to rotate through. And remember, we're going to need our bench. We're going to need Kamara also. We're going to need Dave Montgomery. We're going to need all these players um, in that flex spot. But we're going to need the bench. We're going to have injuries. We're going to have bye weeks. We're going to have uh, just people who bust. And especially when you've got three wide receivers and two flex spots, there's so many opportunities. That's seven players we add in running back. Where there's seven potential buys, seven potential terrible matchups, seven potential injuries, and seven potential busts that you need to figure out with your bench. So we're going to want to fire away heavy, heavy volume at these positions, and especially at wide receiver, because it's just easier to hit at wide receiver in this range of the draft than it is to try and hit on like Singletary, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, Jarek McKinnon, Jamal Williams. It's just harder to hit at those positions. So I think that's the move. Take Kamara. Take Kamara. Fire, 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 fire away at wide receiver. One question I have in my mind is, do I lock in quarterback now and then draft quite literally one, two, three, four, maybe five straight wide receivers? Part of me wants to do that um, just because like I do see a little bit of a gap. Um, It's not crazy, but a little bit of a gap between Tua and everyone else. Uh, The other part of my brain is saying, You're waiting too long at that position. Like, I like lock in one of these. Um, You're going to get a similar quarterback. Yeah, that's probably the move. Because I don't, I mean, there's a drop off from Tua onto those other ones. And like, if Tua does really work out this season, um, like, he's going to be incredible. And he's really going to separate from these guys. Like, if he works out, he could be a top five quarterback. Um, But I could honestly say the same about Daniel Jones. You guys know I love Kirk Cousins, I think Geno set up really well. Rodgers is obviously Aaron Rodgers. He's great. Goff, I mean, I have uh, an investment here in Detroit. Like maybe I want a little bit more of an investment in Detroit. Um, I believe Russell Wilson could bounce back. I believe Richardson could be a hypermobile quarterback. Stafford could be fine. Like I'm kind of okay with all of them. And then a mini drop off into Derek Carr and then a cliff into everyone else. I just want to make sure I get one of that range, I think. So let's fire away. Let's do it. Let's fire away at wide receiver. Who's a top-ranked wide receiver? And again, the, the classic tip. Who is the top-ranked wide receiver that I don't think will be available at our next pick? Scroll through, and we see Sky Moore. But I think Sky Moore will be available at our next pick. The next one is Myers. I have Myers just behind Sky Moore in the rankings. It is um, Sky Moore, Myers, Myers. And Romeo Dobbs are like the three that I would kind of want in this range. But we can see Dobbs and Sky Moore might be available in our next one. So let's take Jacoby Myers. Let's hope one of them are still there. It is not the case that either one of them is looking like they're going to be there. Uh, Sky Moore goes the pick after us. Romeo Dobbs goes a few picks later. Uh, Nico Collins also comes off the board. That's Stanks, Odell, uh, Zay Jones, and uh, Boyd also come off. And then Ingram and Joku. Attendance. So that's things uh, wide receiver is definitely being attacked here. But again, that makes sense. You can start so many of them. So let's keep firing away. Those two are off the board. Uh, it's looking like Rondell Moore, um, unless Mooney is still there. He is not. So Rondell Moore is our top projected wide receiver. Let's just go with that. He's the top in the rankings right there. Um, after that, I have a feeling it's going to be KJ Osborne. But let's verify that. Uh, van jefferson or kj osborne would be next van jefferson down here again just keep playing the game i understand that it just didn't work out for us but if we look at the difference in projection in that last decision so we tried to play the adp game we were hoping skymore would be there he doesn't end up being there 147.8 projected points for skymore 147.2 it is a 0.6 point difference that is you know, zero receptions for six yards across the entire season is a difference in my projection between Skymore and Myers. So obviously it makes sense for me to just dip down, take Myers, and then hopefully Skymore is there at the next pick. But if not, they're effectively the same pick. Anyways, but there was no chance that Myers would still be on the board. So that's the ADP game. That's why when you look at these rankings, pay attention to value. Pay attention to the projection and kind of play the game. If there's only a 0.2 difference, a 0.6 difference, even though one difference Play the game, try and get as many good players as you can. So I think we're gonna play the game again. Is it the short term? I just want to make sure it's the long term, but all but one of the all of these teams have a quarterback. So it'd be kind of weird for them to take a second one this early. I think they would start taking them, but who's taking a second quarterback that early? So I think it makes sense. Take Osborne. Then we'll probably take Van Jefferson then quarterback, maybe two more wide receivers after that and then we'll just fire away at running back. I think that's what makes the most sense. So we'll go with Van Jefferson. Quarterbacks are still on the board. Nice. Um If I'm drafting in this league, I'm scared of this. I'm scared of this range. I know maybe the computer won't do it, but now I'd be like, "Okay, we need our quarterback." Like we're gonna have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's fourteen picks will go by. I absolutely think now some of these teams are like, all right, yeah, let's draft a backup quarterback. So it might not happen here, but I think it would make sense to do that. Uh, so we'll take Daniel Jones. We'll make sure that we don't get uh, you know a huge run on us there. None of them end up taking it. But again, in a, in a real draft, I really think they would have come off the board there. Um, and we got three left. One wide receiver and two running backs. I don't think it matters um, what rounds we're taking any of these players in. Um, Tim Patrick would be a really good option for us. I never know if Marvin Mims, there he is, Marvin Mims, way down here. Um, I did put higher on rookie, so he might end up getting taken. But Marvin Mims is probably the one we would want here. And he's way down there in the, the ADP. So let's look at running back. Clyde's an option. Ew. Chase Brown's an option. Um, Yikes. Sean Tucker's an option if you want to try and bet on that. Malik Davis is an option if you you think he can be the backup for Dallas. And Deuce Vaughn's an option if you think he can be the backup for Dallas. Uh, Wow. It is disgusting. So, honestly, I feel pretty good. Uh, having taken Alvin Kamara there, because I only need to start two. So we've got insurance there. Um, We can definitely, like some of these, I'll be able to rotate in Myers, Rondale, Osborne, Van. I'll be able to rotate them into the flex. I really, if I didn't have Kamara with Montgomery, Jones, Pollard, like if I didn't have that third, fourth running back, I would not have felt very good Um, because this is disgusting. Um, I'm thinking Clyde's probably the go-to. It's probably Clyde. Hope we can get Chase Brown and then take Marvin Mims. That's probably just what uh, what I would do there. It looks like, ugh, looks like Chase Brown does come off the board. In which case, let's secure Marvin Mims and then I'll pull up the draft board in a second. I mean, this pick would just be pure upside. You know, you're in the, the 180s right now, uh, pure upside. Who could be something at the running back position? It was the clearest path to potential production it feels like sean tucker who's a player who could have zero touches this season but if sean tucker can be healthy and like i mean he's still a talented player if he can you know the heart condition isn't like a big problem he can get out there and earn snaps maybe they give him some run this season so he might be my pick here but it's really really gross your other option is grabbing like um your other option is grabbing Stafford basically and saying, okay, I don't fully believe in, because we're not going to take a backup tight end with Hawkins and we're just going to assume that he does good. You're saying maybe Daniel Jones is a bad season. He's gotten hurt at times and he gets hurt. And I don't want to be picking between like Pickett, Jordan Love, Bryce Young, Stroud, Purdy. Like, I don't want to be picking between them. Stafford's still, you know, obviously a very, very talented quarterback, going to post some pretty good numbers this season. So you could go with him. Um, I don't know. Part of me actually thinks you don't spend this pick on running back because if things went badly, Aaron Jones and Dave Montgomery both get hurt and you're playing Kamara once he's out of the suspension at that running back two spot and you're hoping you don't have to mix in Clyde, like the odds that you draft a running back here that actually end up working out are pretty minimal. Your your odds are honestly better just like entering the season without that, hoping that on free agency someone kind of pops, someone hits, and you pick up that player. Your better option is probably just Fire away at either Stafford or like a wide receiver you really like. Get a little bit more depth at that position. Another chance of hitting there because your chances of hitting like honestly, Tim Patrick, you could draft Tim Patrick. You can make a bet that Sutton gets traded away. And now you've got Marvin Mims and Tim Patrick as the wide receivers, two and three on a very, very good offense, both vastly upper performing their ADP. And if you need to use that for trades, use it for trades, right? If someone wants one of these two players after a spiked week, after they see the good production, then maybe you can flip that. For running back, I just don't think guessing on like is Zonovan Knight or Matt Breida or like Trey Mason or Trey Mason. I guess Trey Mason, but I was going to say Jordan Mason. Um, are any of them going to hit? It's like such low chances. I feel like it's not even worth it taking one of them at this spot. So I need to decide between Stafford and Tim Patrick. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really think there's like a, a correct answer. But I guess if this was my hometown league, I would probably just take Stafford. I'd be like, you know what? There's a chance he gets hurt, and I don't want to just like lose the league because of that. Uh, And then we'd go down here. And as always, we would take the Saints, who have the easiest schedule by far in the NFL. We get the 91, but we don't care about the team grade, although I think that one is actually deserved. There's sometimes I feel like I don't deserve uh, the grade it gives us for the high end. Um, Here's the team. Starting lineup. Daniel Jones. Tony Pollard. Jordan. Wow. We're going to start that over. Here. I don't know where I got Jordan. I think Jordan stole my head from Jordan Mason, Daniel Jones, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, Cooper cup, Keenan Allen, Pittman, Hawkinson, David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara in the flex. Although Kamara's is probably going to get suspended. And so we can move Kamara out and we'll start one of whoever's the best matchup between Jacoby Myers, Rondell Moore, KJ Osborne, Van Jefferson. We would not be starting Clyde in week one, but Clyde's in there. Uh, Marvin Mims, we've got the backup to Daniel Jones with Stafford, and then we've got uh, the defense we wanted in the Saints. So, let me know what you think of the team in the comment section down below. I'll be back tomorrow, live, 6.30 Eastern, to answer any questions you guys have, do an underdog draft with all of you. Uh, Wednesday is going to be the tight end rankings, and then Thursday is going to be a player breakdown video. I do not know who the players are yet. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, have a the like button, and have a subscribe to the channel if you're new here.